You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 277. Fellas, how was the week? Not too bad. Not too bad of a week. Um, what did I do this week? Uh, pretty, pretty. Well, we having a little, a little COVID run like everybody else. A little Marion got a couple, couple players out this this week and a little bit of last. So hopefully we getting towards the end of that amongst the squad. Um, I'm still out here dodging that shit like Ali. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, uh, feeling good, doing great. Um, but we had a pretty decent week at work, and then um, I went to the Funny Bone last night. Saw my man Tony Rock; he was in town, so went up and hollered at him. Caught both shows last night. Uh, nice to that was my first time really, really I, that I could think of going somewhere that I wasn't paid to be there. Like if I wasn't paid to be there, I ain't really ain't been going. So <laughs> that was a nice little get out. Uh, threw on some clothes. Me and my homeboy. Uh, Smoke's cousin went up there and hollered at him, and uh, looking forward to that. I was, was looking forward to that this weekend, so I did that. And uh, other than that, I've been watching some TV and cut off my beard, and it's just starting anew this year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> starting anew. Shit, it's funny you mentioned Tony Rock. We went to go check him out on Friday night at the seven o'clock show or seven thirty show, and uh, we had our normal seats in the cut in the back where I like to be. He roasted me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> me and the wife was the only people in there with a mask on and everything like that. I got, he roasted me. That shit was pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> the biggest thing for me this week, uh, you know, last week on the pod, we talked about New Year's resolutions. And I was like, yo, I'm going to keep myself well-groomed all year. I'm going to get back on my barbershop twice a month shit again. And uh, I'm already reneging on that. I'm already <laughs> reneging on that. As you so, should. <laughs> no, not for, not for the reason... <laughs> Not for the Dizzle reason, for this reason and this reason alone. I'm back on my horse shit. I am on the search for a new barber officially. I'm not fucking with this nigga no more. So, <laughs> what I, booked, I booked a 930. Booked a 930 appointment. A 930 appointment. I get a text at 9 o'clock. Hey, man, I'm running about 10 minutes late, but I'll be there about 940. I'm like, mm. Now, granted, I live like two minutes away from the barbershop. So I'm like, all right, it's all good. I'll get to the shop. I'll leave the house at 925. I'll just wait it out. No big deal. I get there. This motherfucker don't show up till 10 o'clock, nigga. Oh. This nigga don't show up till 10 o'clock. So that's that's strike one. Strike two. I'm not, I'm going to leave names out. I'm going to leave names out because, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to mess up the man's business, but if you know where I go to the barbershop, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so, I'm in there. He's 30 minutes late. That's strike one. Strike two, the setup is kind of different. So, you walk in, normally it's like the first chair is for the youngest dude that be at the shop. The dude that I get my hair cut by, his is in the middle. And then the owner has his spot next to him. But when I get there, the owner's already there cutting heads, getting it in. You know, on time, he's all the way in, he's all the way set up in the back, like away from everybody and everything like that. So I'm like, mm, that's different. But oh, well, whatever. None of my business. I'm here to get my cut and be about my business. So Uh-oh. my barber finally shows up at the same time. The young dude shows up. The young dude, he don't start cutting till 10. 
So, you know, uh, takes him like another 10 minutes to get his cords and plugged up and everything, brush his clippers off, yada, 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 all the stuff that should have been done prior to me even showing up. So I don't get into the chair until 10, 10, 10, 10. You start cutting. No, he doesn't start cutting. My bad. Spins me around in the chair. What are we getting? Now, mind you, I've been going to this dude since August. Since August, he's been cutting my hair. The exact same haircut. Two on top, light taper on the sides, taper on the back, razor lineup. That should take about 20 to 30 minutes max. Max. <laughs> max 30 minutes. So you don't know what the fuck haircut I'm getting. Like, dude, I've been coming here, dude. And I'm a, I'm a generous tipper when people cut my hair because it's a service and I believe in tipping, yada, yada, yada. So you don't know what the fucking haircut I'm getting. So that's strike two. So he's cutting my hair and then he stops and talks to the owner. So apparently like him and the owner must have some type of friction going on because the owner would shut that shit down immediately. He's like, hey, man, cut your client's head, man. I'm back here doing me. So I'm like, oh, oh. there's beef. There's beef inside the <laughs> shop, like, and that's not somewhere I want to be. I don't know these niggas from Adam, man. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want no parts of it. I just want my haircut. So that's strike three for me. Strike four in the ultimate is he's getting text messages. Now, granted, it could be about, you know what I'm saying, a million things underneath the sun. It could be about, you know what I'm saying, his girl, his kid. It could be another uh, client trying to book an appointment. He's trying to get his money. No problem with that. But dude stops mid-cut, puts the clippers down. She sits back, well, doesn't sit, leans back on the counter, <laughs> texting away. Got a tip it? Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> so I'm just like, all right, I don't say shit. He gets back to cutting. Another one comes in. Went right back to it. I was like, hey, man, I, I'm in a rush, bro. So, like, oh, okay. So then the young dude finally shows up, stops again, starts talking to him. He's like, oh, my bad, you got somewhere to be. I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, so he finishes cutting my hair. He's like, did you get the, you get the razor, right? I was like, never mind. Never mind, dog. Now, the way I booked the appointment is on the app, and you book the haircut you want. It tells you, like, razor lined up, all the bells and whistles that you want or whatever. Like, I booked it. I told you when I sat down in the chair what I wanted, and you forgot yet again. So I got up, and normally you know me. I'm a nice guy. Fist bump. Hey, man, appreciate you. Thank you. Show him how much I tipped. Like, hey, man, make sure you know where this is coming from. You know what I'm saying? I just got my shit. All right, y'all, y'all have a good one. Beelined it straight out the door. No tip. No tip. <laughs> no tip. Again, no tip. No tip at all. Just what was ever was mm. required, man. So I'm back on the hunt. Not my barber. I'm back out here in the streets, bro. I'm back yep. in the streets, dog. My barber would never... <laughs> not for fifty dollars, huh? Nah, I feel like I got the juice. Cause when I go in there, niggas be sitting there waiting on him. He be like, "What up, Dizzle?" And I be, I get right to my seat. Nigga, I've been going to him for years. I sent you his information. If you I ain't see. looking in the chat, go ahead, book your appointment. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. One time, bro, just get the full. Ex it's an experience. It's not just the haircut. He gonna have you in there spinning around in the chair with the towel on your face. Blowing eucalyptus steam <laughs> and getting you right, bro. He gonna do some shit with your face, doing something to your pores. Like you go, your face gonna feel like a baby booty when it's done, bro. <laughs> it's an experience. Just hey, one time, one time. I'm telling you, bro. Hey man, I might have to, bro. Hey, oh, and this is close to the crib too. And that's let's be real, man. Mm -hmm. If you are our 
professional barber, you can cut. Yes, there's levels to cuts. There's better barbers than other. But look, man, I'm not out here like in high school or college trying to be all fresh and everything like that. I just want a nice, clean, professional haircut and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really just paying for convenience of my time and something close to me that I can get in and out. That's really what I'm paying for. And I sure the hell didn't get that this last haircut. And to be perfectly honest, the nigga been late more times than not. But I just, you know, whatever, it's close. And But this time, the nail in the coffin, man. And I feel bad because the owner, he cooled in a fan. And I actually might go in there and be like, hey, oh. man, y'all don't start that beef. Don't do it, bro. If you <laughs> say to barbers, you can't just go to the nigga the next chair over, bro. Man, look, man. You got to switch shops. Nah, switch that's, 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 a, that's a petty, that's, that's a petty care quality. That's yes, sir. Petty quality. Yes. It's a pretty Kev, Kev quality, cause cause Kev's heart sounds sounds a little hurt and a little a little scorn. So when you get scorned <laughs> like that, the petty Kev come out real deep. So I can gladly take I'll my money. To my next year. I can gladly take my money and my tip to the dude next to him, or even the owner. Like, hey man, what I got to do to get into the rotation, bro? I'm and just saying, just gonna, just gonna get a lineup and tip him out. Like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm back. You finished finish, finish the cut from last week. I appreciate you. <laughs> man, I might have to, man. But that's all that was popping with me this week. Went to go see Tony Rock. Got roasted. Got a solid haircut. And I'm in a hunt for a new barber, man. So, Dizzle, what was popping with you? Uh, shit, what happened? Not, not, not much, man. Still trying to get healthy. I'm still coughing over here. Oh. I don't. My wife tested negative, so that's good. I, I believe I'm out of the period where I'm, uh, what's it called, trans, transmitting the virus. Um, so that that's, that's some good news. But I'm still not a hundred, man. Mm. As you can probably hear, I'm still nasally. I can smell and taste, but um, I'm, I'm still coughing pretty much throughout the day. Make sure you uh. Share with the wife happy birthday from the pod. Oh, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I don't, I don't know how how good that went when when Hus Bay is uh is, <laughs> is locked locked down in the in the bed. But well, shit, I'm not quarantining. I'm not quarantining, but we definitely uh had a good house uh you know Dope. birthday celebration. We did a virtual party yesterday, which was different. Uh, but it was cool. We had about ten or twelve people just on a Skype call. Played a few games, drank, and I got a puppy. So we are now at three dogs and one cat. Well, Whoa. those were on the hitters. I saw a picture <laughs> of the cat. What is up with the cat, bruh? So we had two cats first off, and they used to keep each other fit. Play, run around, just be sprinting throughout the house. But when the first cat passed, the the other one, I think she liked being the only cat because she, don't nobody bother her. Like, the dogs don't fuck with her. The dogs, if they try to mess with her, the cat be scraping them up, bro. Like, cat be giving them paws. So, she just be chilling. And shit, when you just lounging and eating and pooping, that's, you gonna gain some weight. And we even put her on the diet. Um, Because... She's a big rodent. Like, she's huge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> said a rodent. <laughs> yeah, she's a big one. So we, we put her on a diet, and then still nothing has happened, you know? Picked up that quarantine 15, huh? She been big before quarantine. <laughs> 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 but, 
But nah, so right now we got a Rottweiler puppy, a pit bull, and a German Shepherd, man. We're trying to make sure the house is secure. Definitely uh, is now. Most definitely. And the little puppy got some some bark in her and some bite in her already. So nothing nothing much, man. Just been a... Uh, Okay, make sure I'll steal myself. Yeah, you moving. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's going he's gonna to have to come back. He's in. Who's <laughs> marble status? Yeah. Shit. Oh, you back? <laughs> Are you back? God damn. I'm not good. <laughs> you good now. Well, shit. Nah, that, that, was, that was it. Just uh, my wife's birthday. Uh, getting that plan. Trying to still uh, see what's shaking with this real estate. I've been getting... 2022 bookings, man. Killer. What's your bookings looking like? It's looking good this year? Looking good. Um, I had uh, a cancellation. I think I told y'all the Cleveland gig I had is canceled. But um, I booked uh, Ponents' Prom this week. They reached out. I'm doing that. Um, and I probably had, man, this week, I probably had three or four bookings just this week. So I had a pretty solid, solid week of people reaching out. I'm doing a 21st birthday in like April. Mm-hmm. Um, probably got about seven or eight weddings already booked so far. So yeah. looking better. This this is usually my slow period. This is usually the time of the year where I'm like, man, should I find another job to do? Make some money during this time of the year? Because usually no one's getting married or throwing parties towards Christmas, towards the top of the year, everybody, you know, resetting and getting their plans together for maybe a oh, summer or winter or whatever event. So usually those are my slow months, but I got Jacksonville in March. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. uh definitely rolling um pretty well. I got a gay Valentine's Day weekend. So Duval. <laughs> but yeah, been uh, uh, my froze too. Oh shit. Uh, you shaking. You you, you. uh oh <laughs> Uh, I don't know what's going on. He's definitely frozen. I don't hear like, y'all though. That's crazy. My shit was me? fucking up yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. But shit, I was getting, I'm, I'm getting some bookings too. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know if y'all knew, but last year was my busiest year. Uh, I think it was last October was my busiest month. I think I had six, six or seven gigs just in that one month. Uh, but shit, top of the year, niggas is hitting me up multiple times a week trying to get my price, trying to trying to trying to get get your boy booked. So shit, I'm excited, man. Motherfucker yeah. said they back outside, cuz. Really? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I didn't even share this real quick. I'm super excited. The wedding that I'm doing in Puerto Rico, tone coming. So nice. that's even going. That's gonna be really dope, cause uh, tone on on. Tone does not know how to not have a good time around his people, so so he, he that's gonna be really fun. But I'm gonna see him next weekend. He, he's coming back to Cincinnati uh, the weekend of the 23rd, and then I'll see him in Puerto Rico in February. So couple couple times with Tone can't beat that because Tone Tone is a definitely a fun a fun guy to party with. That's what's up. Shit, to be perfectly honest, man, this past week was my first full entire work week since October. Worked Ugh. five days, man. You know, I had all those extra vacation days stacked up, so I was taking, like, Wednesdays and taking half days on Wednesdays and stuff like that. And then coming off a two-week vacation, I thought it would be a lot weirder being at the station, but no, nah, everything was cool. Everything was back to normal, everything like that. Tons to talk about in sports, obviously, with the playoffs right around the corner in the NFL and everything that's going on with 
Antonio Brown versus the Buccaneers. <laughs> Shoot, I think that happened live on the pod last week, right? Where he quit on the team, took his shoulder pads off, and chucked the deuces and everything like that. That happened while we were taping, right? I think it we it happened and we was doing the pod maybe an hour or so right after. Because it wasn't on the list, and then I threw it in there last minute, like, yo, we're going to talk about it. And we didn't even – we didn't know much about it. You know, more – a lot right. more info has came out since. But, shit, I don't even know who to believe, man, because <laughs> what's, what's the coach name? Arians? Bruce, yeah, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. He sound like he lying. AB got some text messages, but the ones that he posted wasn't the best ones to, like, out the team about. You know what I'm saying? He, I think he posted a text message between the, him and the trainer mm-hmm. wanting, wanting his money back. And the <laughs> and trainer was – Trainer was nice as hell, good customer service. It was like, yeah, <laughs> wish you the best of luck, man. Much love and blessings. I'll get your money back. Just let me know where to send it. And sent oh. out his banking information on Twitter. Did he? Yes. 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 Lord Jesus. AB is the first. AB is the first athlete in history to say his ankle hurt and leave the field jumping and getting hyped. <laughs> He's the first athlete in history to uh, to to be hurt by height, so it, it's a mess. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. ABA been right since he, he drop kicked that kicker. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully it's uh, something he can work through and not something that we read about past after his passing of a CTE situation or you know whatever it may be, but. That's usually how it happens to athlete the past, and they'll say, "Oh, he was had this level of CTE," and it's like, "Ah, kind of can see it," you know. So, hopefully, it's something that he can get past because it's been issue after issue after issue. Um, he's been on multiple teams trying to survive in this league, and I think it's adios finally. So, yeah, the other thing about that, you know, he kind of went on his podcast. I didn't get a chance to listen to the full pod. I just saw the clips, like everybody else. He start out and everybody. He started mm-hmm. talking about his former teammates. He started talking about who's the best receiver on that team. Who get it popping? Me. Like, Gronkowski got paid while I'm on a prove a deal. Tom Brady, my boy. Why? Because, you know what I'm saying? I'm a good football player. They called me to win the Super Bowl, not the toilet bowl. So he just was out <laughs> there with receipts and text messages, throwing people underneath the bus. I personally don't think he'll ever play in the NFL again. And he'll be old and gray before – he gets into the Hall of Fame because he's a Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver. But we know how the media is because the media are the people that vote on who gets into the NFL Hall of Fame and they hold grudges. They going to hold this against him, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who y'all and believe that? You think it's a, a mixture? They, they both line a little bit? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, of course, I think that like they tried to get him to go back in the game. I think AB ankle is a little sore. I think he put a little bit of extra sauce on it. You know, everybody telling their own story and everything like that. But the thing about it, and I'll defend Bruce Arians to this point, he's the head coach. He's not the trainer. Like, all right, man, I'll go with what the trainers tell me, you know. But the mm-hmm. head coach is the one that had to go up there and answer all these questions, not the trainers and everything like that. He said the trainer said it was fine, so we told him to go back in the game. He said no. So and the whoever they were playing between the trainer and AB. 
think that was the Jets, the Jets maybe. Yeah, the yeah. Jets. Like, they were getting their ass beat, you know, yes. during, during, during that phase of the incident. And then as soon as kind of that A-B thing happened, they, said they kind of came back a little bit. <laughs> did, they, did they win that game? They like, won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so, I mean, you get your ass beat by the Jets on week 17 or whatever that was. You know, it's like uh, A-B. I think A.B. showed a little bit of his emotional side and the alpha male that he claims to be, uh, he had to stand on that. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I think it was more of a safe face thing than anything. And since that nigga been out, that nigga was court, court, <laughs> court side at the Brooklyn game. That nigga dropped a music video. That nigga been on three different podcasts. Like that nigga's going on a, a promo. <laughs> run off A.B., show. holla at your boys. Holla at your boys. <laughs> you out here doing He's super talented, Hall of Fame worthy, but sometimes the juice ain't worth the squeeze, man. Sometimes like all that shit add up. I mean, you go from the Pittsburgh Steelers where you throw Mike Tomlin and Big Ben under the bus and the GM under the bus. Like all them, all three of them dudes with the Steelers are going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. So you throw all them under the bus Then you go out to the Raiders, you freeze your feet off. And you arguing over a helmet, they cut you. And you go to New England, then you start talking reckless about their owner, and then all that shit come out about the the stripper and everything like that. And then shit come out about your baby moms, and you throwing her out the house and that shit. And now you with the Buccaneers, you win a Super Bowl, you come back, you come with a fake vaccination card, and then this it's just like, hey man, you not 25 years old, you like 32 years old, so you played majority of your career you know what i'm saying your best years are behind you yeah you're still a good receiver but you're not about to produce like you did when you was 25 26 years old so and we'll just cut all losses and keep it pushing mm-hmm. that's exactly that sounds, what about, sounds about yeah. right yeah man wow man but uh nba talk man Kyrie is officially back got the dub his first game back with the nets out there in indiana versus the pacers they were down. Kyrie comes back, chucking shots as always. <laughs> Look like he never of, missed a beat. Never yeah. Missed a beat. Never missed a beat. And then the Nets have a home game. He doesn't play. They lose. Kyrie <laughs> is one of your favorite players. Dizzle, what's up with your boy? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how this half part time thing is going to really work out. Um, because it's throwing off James Harden's consistency. Like, KD gets out, the Nets are still winning because James Harden is going for 30-point triple-doubles. KD comes back. They, I think they lost maybe two. I think they lost to the Clippers and some other team. Kyrie comes. They win. And the next game, Kyrie's out. They get – I think it was a blowout, wasn't it? Or I might be mistaken. But doing this for the whole second half of the season going into the playoffs, they're going to have to – Figure it out because every game is going to be a different lineup. It's going to be different teams they're going up against. And then the, the load is just going to be different each game. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. that East ain't no joke this year. And the West, a- you know what I'm saying? They're they not as good as they w- once was, but them top-tier teams ain't, ain't nobody to play with either. Mm-hmm. And they've had – the thing about this, too, that I don't like about it is – They've had moments being tops in the East. They, them in Chicago, kind of been going back and forth. The uh, Cavs is up there in the hunt a little, <laughs> but uh, 
this just that back and forthness of being a top tier team, and then you throw in this part time shit, like, then you know you you might have a a stretch where they play you know six away games, so he gonna ride that get into a groove with his teammates, and then you gone for ten days because we got a home stretch. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like. Like that's how it starts getting towards the back of the season where they start, you know, running through those those final those final tours of the away schedule. So I don't like that part because you know you battling for a top seed, you're trying to be a top tier team. You can't you can't just take weeks off. I mean, he should be healthy. You know that's 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 the plus. But twenty two points, three three steals. You know, like pretty pretty good game. But we 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 would need that. As a team, I would want that each night, not 40, 41 of the 82 games, you know. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man, crazy. Well, they under the gun because, you know, you start thinking about this. Let's say, for instance, man, they go to the Eastern Conference Finals again and they are the higher seed and it goes to a game seven and he's not available to play because it's a mm. home game. That's 20-some points out the lineup. And I'll personally, if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm not – having them in the starting lineup. I'm going to keep my same starting lineup and be like, all right, man, you you about to be the best six man in the league. Because you go in there and you just score when you come That's in the game. Happening. Because is the ego that bad? Like, dude, we need to have some type of consistency with the starting lineup. Like, all right, man, you're the starting shooting guard on away games and not home games. Like, dude, you can't get no rhythm like that, man. That, basketball, rhythm sport, dude. Got to have some type of consistency going on. I would definitely tell Kyrie if Melo can do it, you can do it, buddy. Because cause Melo damn sure would had had the same mentality of nigga. I would never come off the bench. <laughs> that ain't Melo, Melo still getting a check, so you getting got to check gotta, and getting buckets. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. And I don't Shit. think Kyrie is going. Kyrie is the AB. <laughs> the, AB of, <laughs> the AB of basketball. Speaking of the Lakers, man, they 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 back. The Lakers are like going to a four or five game winning streak. Now that LeBron has found his groove again, uh, t- took the ball out of Russ's hands. Like, hey man, um, give me that rock. And yeah, I'm gonna need that. Magically, magically, the Lakers are playing better basketball. Look no, at that. No Russ slander, man. I don't. We can't have no Russ slander on the pod. Man, a- we go about six episodes ago. You was right with me slandering this nigga. Was I? Yes. <laughs> Man, I don't. My thought is, I want to trade AD. You're going <laughs> to get more for AD than anybody on that team. If you can get you a big and a shooter or two, you see what they're doing with LeBron playing the five, bro? They solid. Yeah, there's no that, way. Le- he ain't going to guard Joker, though. That's what I'm saying. You just need one good big. If you just, like, <laughs> Steven Adams, you know what I'm saying? You can get Steven Adams and a shooter or two for Anthony Davis. Could you not? Yeah. Valanchunas and a shooter. You know what I'm saying? There's big men out there that aren't on AD's level but can hold down the Jokers that can, you know, ain't, can't nobody really guard and be, but, you know, they're going to try their best. They a big body. There's big, big men spot. out there. Exactly. Trade AD. We are fine without that nigga. We can start get the him. hashtag, bro. I it's already out there. Are you will? Okay, I got you. I got you. Because I like Russ, bro. He gives a hundred percent effort every game. As you've seen, he's been taking care of his turnovers, and it's he's still breaking layups and missing off the back of the rim 
kind of banks out it in. But I like Russ at this point with the Lakers more than like AD with the Lakers. Wow. Wow. Mr. Gambler, yeah. you at with it. How's it affecting your fantasy teams and your gambling addiction? So LeBron, been, Le- LeBron has been costing a lot lately, um, but he's been getting the job done. I was looking at some of his stats. I want to say it was like like February or, or the, December 3rd, I think it was, was when I started. And he's only had like five games since December 3rd. And it's probably 20 games in that stretch where he's had less than 30. You know, so I mean, he's really been hoping, um, put up a – I think he had a 40-burger against Portland, I want to say, like 40-something against them. Um, they've won four straight. So, of course, I always get stuck with the thought process of, like, man, if I don't play LeBron and I play somebody else, that late-night hammer when my score is up here, it's going to start falling, and LeBron and company are just chucking away at it. So I've been playing um, pretty much every day and uh, holding down the fort. Um, it, it gets tough when players are expensive because you got to start getting some of these cheap guys. But with everybody team on COVID, cheap guys is 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 flooded the league right now. So you can find like Utah situation. They didn't have nobody the other day. So you can play two or three cheap Utah guys, and then LeBron don't matter how much you cost. So, so shout out to of- my dude Elijah Hughes from Syracuse. He dropped twenty six points in his uh first start of his NBA career. Shouts out to the Cuse. Wish he was yeah, still at Cuse because we suck. I, Are you I played playing? I played him that night. How does he know? Night. How does he know, people? <laughs> hey, the sh- sh- shots to that website, man. They're good people. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought this guy up. Well, you brought up the team, Portland. What in the hell is going on with my guy? Damn time. CJ's out. He's out. They are a train wreck, bruh. They are done. Yeah. Like, as much as Dane wants to stay with Portland... I've officially conceded that it's time to move on, man. It's over, dog. It's over. They need to rebuild. I think we knew that, though. We knew it was over. It's only, I don't know what Dame is doing. <laughs> like, this is, if this is, if you happy with this as your whole career being mediocre to, he ain't been high, better than mediocre. Has he got out the first round? He's yeah, the they went to the what? Western Conference Finals when, Golden State lost to the Raptors. I believe that's when it was. They were in the Western Conference Finals. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that yeah. year. No, or what was it the year after? Whatever. He, he been, him and CJ been at the Western Conference Finals one one time. Uh, it was the year yeah. of the. Ah, okay. That season. Bye bye. Okay. They they should have rolled that wave of uh, the trade rumors of last year. You know because. He could have been celebrating a 29 and 9 schedule with his teammate Clay coming back tonight. He could have <laughs> been uh he could have been on some of these teams that uh the the energy just the, the energy of Portland right now seems it seems so lost it seems like something that's so lost within them and it's like oh. not even the, the same it's the same roster for the most part you know a couple yep. a couple, yo- couple young guys came in um, ain't causing no problem so it's like. This, this should be growing, and it's not. So now you done lost that that wave of the. I mean, you, it's Jordan. You 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 get it back, but you had a good trade rumor wave going. You could have probably made some dough, and it was just a lot of kind of bullshit within that. So I think I think 
he'll have to eventually say, hey, you know, I get trying to be the, I'm going to stay here in my career and make it work and bring the city what I promised you and all that jazz. But, hey, at, at this rate, you're going you're gonna to be a Charles Barkley out here. Yeah, and then all the stuff that was going on with the GM and inside the building and everything like that with allegations all around them. Like, it's it's a perfect excuse to get out of Dodge. Like, exactly. all right, man. Like, CJ hurt. I'm hurt. I'm really not playing well. We not playing well. You know, and even if we're not playing well as a team, I'm not doing what I normally do. Like, you know, I'm out here averaging – 20 something points but my shooting percentage is way lower than it's been like because i'm hurt perfect time to get healthy and get traded get to philly somewhere dog because this this is not going to end well for portland and dame because nobody wants to see a dude like that just waste away his career man because Mm -hmm. you know the windows close in sports and there's nothing to be ashamed of in that man like man we had our chance we didn't get it done it's time to move on but i know we Mm -hmm. want that check you know, Dame oh, always yeah. want that check. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of check, and we've talked about this team too, Philadelphia, Ben Simmons, they reported he's been fined over $10 million this season. 10 M's, bruh. 10 of That's trash, bruh. Ben Simmons is is uh, probably going to be, if he ain't already, the, one of the most hated players in the NBA. And it's all because he didn't want to dunk the ball. He didn't want to <laughs> score. He didn't want to press it. <laughs> That nigga 6'9", didn't want to dunk on Trey Young. And it really came down to that. That's going to be the play that everyone remembers. Because that yeah. was the turning point. And I don't know if niggas remember, but it was that, uh, I believe it was that whole series, or even, even before that, where he was like fourth quarter, wasn't taking no shots. At all. At all. Like, yeah. wasn't even trying. Um, And then to follow it up with this, just refusing to play just because. Just Losing money, your team is still all right. Philly yep. ain't bad. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Tyrese Maxey done stepped up, but wherever he goes, it's gonna be hard to root for him just because of this. Mm-hmm. Where does he end up? Who trades for him at this point? He's still an all star. I still would, if I'm a franchise, I would <laughs> go for him. <laughs> I ain't giving up a lot, but I would go for him. So you think he's one of the best 24 players in the NBA? I would say so. What he can do on the defensive end, what he he can do on the offensive end, even though he can't shoot, is still top 25. Mm. Is Avery Avery Bradley his last name? Is he top 25? (laughs) Ben Simmons was like, he averaged what, like 13 eight and eight like that's you know you don't sleep on that and he's a, a top defender yeah great defender man I, I think we all can come up with 25 dudes that we'd rather have ahead of him man <laughs> one of, and, and one of those dudes for sure is Ja Morant Ja Morant is cooking right now Ja Morant got mm-hmm. forget next he got right now he out here balling not only is he dunking on dudes like he's always in but now he's hitting the jump shot he's hitting yeah. The J. John Morant is coming for everybody, dog. It, it's 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 good to see because I I like John. He's always been explosive. He's always been a top tier player. But like it feel like he's taking that next step, and I like to see that with the young guys that are now becoming the the the, the their 
I don't want to say meat pause, but like the the meat of the meat of their season, they get into the meat of their career. So it's like it's nice to see them take that next step and continue to grow. So and they win. A, yeah, they definitely are. Definitely so are. Yeah, Zion nice, nice, nice rotation. Wasn't him and Zion one and two? Zion ain't even been out there, bro. Yeah, Zion. Oh man, I don't want to wreck the kid, but <laughs> this dude, man, I don't you living so good. Much. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Good words, good words, good words. Like, he's he living good, enjoying life down there in New Orleans, man. I would like to see him on the basketball court sometime this season, but it don't look like he's going to be playing ball this year, man. Eric Cook down there in New Orleans, he was supposed to be the face of the franchise. Granted, he's hurt, but he's always hurt. Always. The, the new AD. The new AD. <laughs> yep. Clay back. Clay back. Clay is back for the first time in, like, two seasons. First yeah. game back is today versus the Cavaliers. Shouts out to Evan Mobley. I asked this question, and I've been trying to find an answer to it. Has a rookie ever been first-team defense? Because I believe Evan Mobley has the chance to make NBA all-team first defense, man, because he out here not just blocking shots and, you know, stats and stuff like that. He guarding dudes on a pick-and-roll very well and you know that's all this league is right now pick and roll and can your big man stay in front of the guard and he does that to the next level and he's rebounding his ass off man the Cavs have been playing good basketball unfortunately Ricky Rubio is out for the season Sexton yeah. out for the season they had to call up mm -hmm. Rondo because they basically <laughs> out here with not no point guards yep shit yeah man I had Rubio on my fantasy team so that shit, that shit threw, threw the team for a loop, threw my team for a loop because they, they was balling. I think they were fifth in the East right now. Nobody expected it, especially with the starting point guard going down for the year early on in the season. But nah, man, Cavs is on the, on the come up, which I didn't think would happen. Looks like, Tim, looks like Tim Duncan might be the answer to that question for you. Ah, Looks like Tim Duncan might have been voted first team uh, his rookie year. That's good company. If if you and <laughs> Tim Duncan are the only two, or you know, <laughs> if that's what the last person that done it was, then mm -hmm. props to him because yeah, he, he's a good catch. And then um, Garland, he he knocking on that All Star door. So for shout sure. out to the Cavs, man. Absolutely, man. Y'all ready for some quick hitters, man? Yes, sir. All right, man. So last week, Dizzle brought it to our attention on the chat, man, that we forgot to say R.I.P. <laughs> to not only Betty White, but John Madden as well, man. Yeah. yeah. Two pioneers, two goats in their lane. Uh, ain't too many uh, people in this world, I'll say, that uh, a whole opposite race will love and cherish you and, 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 and just praise you and Black, white, it didn't matter. Everybody loved Betty White. You know what I'm saying? At the show last night, people were sending tone shots, and he thought it was me. He's like, Killer, stop sending me shots. I'm like, it ain't me. Mm -hmm. And then so, somebody told him who it was. They got to talking, and the shot was to Betty White and uh, to City Portier. We lost him as well. But, Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, it's, it's, it's sad to see the greats go. Um, but uh, it's super sad for Betty White. That was sad because she had like a special coming up where they were going to celebrate her 100th birthday and mm. t TV specials. And then, of course, people start breaking it down where if leap years didn't exist, she would have made it. You know what I'm saying? With the, with the leap years, those kind of throws, 
those extra days on there, and she would have mm. gotten to, the, to that number without the leap years. She lived through seventeen of them or something. It said so. Wow. You know, it was it was uh that's sad. But uh, John Madden, of course, he was a great. Um, the reason why I even played video games, period, was because of that man. I I don't really I wasn't the Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat dude. That wasn't my go to. It was always you know the, the EA Sports stuff, and mm-hmm. he he brought EA Sports to you know he was a big reason why they exist and uh, carry the weight that they do. So a uh, great coach had a great coaching career, had a great you know career in his retirement. Um, drove that that uh, uh, RV across the country plenty of times. So uh, sad to see him go. Sad to see him go. Yeah, man. You also mentioned Sidney Portier, man. Sidney Portier, man, a legend. You know, he starred in films like uh, Uptown Saturday Night, Let's Do It Again with Bill Cosby, which is one of my favorites. Uh, that's where Biggie got his name from. There's a character in that movie uh, that John Amos played uh, called Biggie Smalls. That shit was always funny to me. Uh, also played in uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which was like a movie that came out probably like in the 60s where he was uh, dating a white woman. So that was like the first movie talking about interracial dating and everything like that. So Sidney Portier, a legend, too. Facts. Yeah, RP, RP, man. Shit. Tomorrow night, national championship game. Bama, Georgia. It's actually in Naptown. If Ohio State would have been playing in that bitch, I'd have been over there, but we're not. It's Bama <laughs> and Georgia. Who you got? I got Georgia for the upset. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. I don't uh, I don't expect it, but if I have to place a vote, I want I want Georgia to do it. Uh Alabama is in that New England Brady, you know, realm of uh just enough's enough. Yeah. But Alabama also Every big game, they show the fuck up, and that should be right. dope to see. It's it's kind of dope to see the person that's number one uh, have to play against somebody, but then come out and say, "Bitch, I'm still number one." So that's <laughs> that that should be kind of cool to see within sports. So as much as I don't like, I, I root for the underdog in most situations. Um, I would love to see Georgia pull this off. I think uh, if Bama get rolling early, it's gonna be trouble. For me, I'm on the other side of the coin. I not only think Alabama's going to win, I am rooting for Alabama. And solely because, you know, I'm a big college football fan and, you know, this whole divide between the SEC and every other conference. If Alabama keeps winning the championships, it's really only Alabama from the SEC winning chips. And every once in a while, LSU would jump up there. But if you get another team from the SEC to win a championship, they could have a chest out and talk about they the best. While if Alabama wins, I can just say, nah, it's just really Alabama. So roll <laughs> tide tomorrow night. Roll <laughs> tide tomorrow night, man. NFL playoffs start next week. We'll get the seeding and everything for next week. But the Cincinnati Bengals, they are AFC North champs. They are in the playoffs. Say it, say it, say it, say it with the metal tone. <laughs> you better say it like we the champs out here. The Cincinnati Bengals are the AFC North champions. They are locked into the playoffs. You happy, nigga? <laughs> you, got a, you got a communications degree, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. So they got a glorified bye week this week. But the question is, how far can they go? How far can the Bengals go in these playoffs? How much noise can the Bengals make in the playoffs? They already beat 
the mighty Kansas City Chiefs last week. How far can the Cincinnati Bengals take this show? They got to make it to the top four if they're going to be a top four seed. That's how I look at it. If you're going to hold that seat, you're going to get a home game mm. in January. You going? Nah, well, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> If we keep if we keep getting down the road, then we can talk. But uh, I we've been here before as an organization where we've had a solid regular season and can't get over the playoff hump. So that's always on my thought process. But this year's Bengals team, as much as people have been saying it, I do agree it feels different. The offense feeling different. They got a bunch of solid weapons on offense. Um, it, 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 the defense is is doing enough. And, you know, they're winning games. And, and, and it's not so much that they're winning games, but it's also that they're down in games and coming back and just showing some things as an organization that I like to see. So as much as I want to be like, yeah, I'm hyped for this playoff run, which I am, I always get nervous around this time of year because we've had the, you know, the Hushmanzada teams and, the you know, all the other teams over the years that have gotten to playoff you know, where they should be a good team and can't get out that first round. So I got to see a playoff win, and then I'll be a little more hype. My energy will be a little different. But right now I'm just focused on hopefully everybody can just get through. They're taking, they're taking a week off. You know, I saw I saw Burrow have a little knee limp. I thought he was going to be a little issue, but I saw him dancing with a cigar in the locker room. So I was like, <laughs> good. He good. So everybody just take, take a week off, get some rest, and – uh Hopefully we can get this playoff done, but we got to get to at least at least top four or or the final four. What you think, Dezel? Uh, you know I'm only only so much knowledgeable. Only what, I don't even know what division they in or who they're gonna be going <laughs> up against. Just but not. Nah. I mean, well, yeah, you know, that, that all, what, we won't know the seed until it? next week. We won't know who they play till next week. So we got one one more week before playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah, they make got a all, chance I'm to get the one seat. No, no, Kansas City won, so that's over. But they had yeah. a chance to, they had a chance to Tennessee, Kansas City, could it all kind of rotate. So I told you how I feel about the Browns. So as, as long as it ain't them, <laughs> <laughs> man. For me, man, they, they, I think they playing with house money, man. Nobody expected a season like this from the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that the pressure and the angst that y'all feel as fans killer is it's kind of unfair because that's from the marvin lewis chad johnson tj hushmanzada and carson palmer days and then also the angst from the aj green and andy dalton days too well this is a totally new team and all new players totally new coaching staff this is a new regime i think they playing with house money if they lose unfortunate but if they win i know y'all gonna be partying like it's 1999 facts and i <laughs> I will agree that I knew shit was different when for over two minutes we kept going for it with inside the five yard line and <laughs> couldn't get that shit done, but kept going. Marvin would have big kicked that shit. So uh, that, that's what I knew. I was like, okay, things are a little different because we keep going for this shit and that ain't like us. So <laughs> <laughs> shit, the last one I got, man, probably the biggest news of last week, the murderers. Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and Rhodey Bryant all sentenced to life in prison for the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. Now, we all got the news that they were guilty uh, like a month or two ago, but now we get to sentencing something that people were still kind of like 
anxious about. But no, the judge came down with the hammer, life without parole. And my wife showed me the clip where the judge said, y'all chased and hunted him down for five minutes. So what I'm going to do is we're going to sit in this courtroom for one minute in silence and imagine being chased and hunted and then eventually murdered for five minutes. I thought what the judge did right there was outstanding to show the magnitude of what those three men did to Ahmaud Arbery. And now they'll die in prison. Mm -hmm. It's just sad, though, that all the cases that we've seen where we know what justice should be, we hope for the justice that should come. But with this case, for some reason, within me, even the justice that came, it's still fucked up. Like, I, I don't feel no better. I don't feel like justice was served, yes, and, and people that did it are going to be in jail for the rest of their life, plus 20. So, you know, that part is right, but it still don't bring nobody back. And you and we and we as a nation in the world saw the whole thing unfold. So it's like, you, you see it unfold, you see the result, you know the end story. Um, no connection to these people personally, but like, you just feel like all that Came up, came about and happened for what and he gone and then the people that's that's gonna be in jail for their life, cool but he gone you know what I'm saying right. so young man's life you know take it take it take it from him for really nothing um, ultimately sad so I haven't I haven't felt like I'm happy that that that, that was the result but I don't feel better yeah I can dig it no yeah you said it you said it perfectly. You know, it sucks that that has to be, like, a surprise that the judge came down like that. I feel like mm -hmm. that should have been what everyone expected. Unfortunately, right. it's not. But, you know, I'm, I am happy that at least we were able to get them with that life without parole. You know, I think the one person got parole. I think it was the one that did the... Uh, the filming. The filming mm -hmm. of it. Um but even that's a, another wrench in there. If he wasn't filming it, would there have been the same outcome? So, right, I think definitely that, having that footage uh, played a played a key part, and I think they were trying to record it to save themselves at the time, so it backfired. Exactly. Right. Do record do recorded his own life sentence, trying to try to you know have 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 their own story to tell, and uh, mm -hmm. the truth still still came through absolutely man well shit that's all i got for today i ain't really mean to end us on that but i wanted to make sure we touched on that topic man what y'all got planned for the rest of the week man or this upcoming week that's it i do want to ask y'all though are y'all gonna try the uh, taco bell chicken wings because uh <laughs> there be some there's always i don't know if it's every year but there's always something that comes out of one of these little fast food chains like the uh the donut, was it the donut chicken sandwich or the donut burger <laughs> with the two yeah. glazed donuts from, was it KFC yeah. that had that? Burger, I wanted, yeah, <laughs> it was like donuts with chicken or something. <laughs> I tried it one time. I, I couldn't eat the whole thing, but I want to, is y'all going to eat these wings? Because niggas are saying they fire. Hell. So, I try them, but. You did? Only, no, I said I will. Oh, okay, okay. But the only, <laughs> it has to be this week. Because I have two days consecutively off. So uh, anything Taco Bell consumed, I need those two days to recover. So I'm I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday. We might try that tomorrow during the during the game. You know? I'll let yeah. you know. 
Let us gonna know be for a sure. no for me, dog. Y'all can keep the <laughs> raccoon, raccoon chicken wings. You know, you're right now. All these fast food chains always try stuff. I remember they used to have the McDonald's used to have Mighty Wings. They used to have the mm-hmm. McPizza. They used to have McSpaghetti. Like they used Ooh. to have all this shit. Like nigga, no. Stick to what you do. French fries right. and burgers. Taco Bell. Stick to your chalupas and whatever else y'all got over there. Right. Chill with the wings, bro. Yeah. I, I can't tell you the last time I had Taco Bell. It's got to be a drunken night. And they- oh. Oh. <laughs> Sound like killing getting like- busy. Now, um... But nah, I, I I need to ask you, Mayor of Kingstown, that's your show? Yes, my G. I tried it and I don't like it, man. I nigga. can't get jiggy with it. What, nigga? Was, uh, season was, finale was, is tonight. Season finale. Season three, finale three episodes today. in. Really? Three, three episodes in, and I stopped it middle of the third episode, and I went to sleep. And I have what? Not even up. after the first episode. The first episode. What happened? No spoilers. What happened on the first episode didn't hook you? It got me to episode two. <laughs> but once I started seeing, like, I, I the, the main storyline didn't really kick it with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't really get me. And each episode, it seems like something new is happening. And I just ain't invested. I don't know. Fair enough. I really like it. The last episode of the season started streaming today. I'm gonna check that out. We already watched uh, this week's episode of Power. Buckle up for some uh, shit. So dude, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shit. Uh, what? Power Force with Tommy. That's getting ready to come back on. So yeah, Power out here taking over. But yeah, man. Fuck with it. Give it another shot, man. You 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 still you still stuck in the house, bro? Yeah. I'll try. I've been rewatching Ozark. I'm trying to get re- ready for Ozark, but uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I restarted that. I'm on season two, and then uh, Euphoria is coming back on. So I might. I don't know. Mary Kingstown is, is <laughs> dropping on my list. <laughs> I, I, I got Bam. pretty Netflix busy this week. I hit up the Don't Look Up on Netflix. Ooh, I, I did watch that I, too. Was it good? I watched, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It was cool. I watched that Bad Sports. Uh, they had some new, uh, like like the little documentaries they got with different uh, stories about different sports and the corruptions and all that shit. But watch that. I watched a lot of TV this week, surprisingly. That ain't me to be able to knock out whole shows and uh, getting ready for Ozark and Snowfall and all the good stuff. So I'm glad Power's back because I, I need to watch that. So Yeah. Good episode. Good episode, man. Well, shit, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.